0: Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage for you. Learn more at uh1.com.
1: Come with me on a journey into the mind, into the misunderstood and mysterious world of neurodiversity. Into a place of daring discovery and desperate darkness, but also, you know, fun. Come with me if you dare, into the Neuroverse. gang, if you are a gang. Have we, are we a gang yet? I don't know. This is episode four, not including the interview, of Into the Neuroverse. We're going in. This is a show all about uh, my understanding and my experience of neurodiversity. I recently discovered I've got ADHD. I was starting to, for good reasons, suspect I may be autistic. I have family members who are family members who are also getting diagnosed. It's a hell of a journey. I wanted to create a podcast where I chat to you about it, about what I'm going through, what I'm experiencing, some tips I've discovered. We go into the neuroverse. I've created little realms, I guess, inspired by some of the better self-help books. The self-help genre is obviously a very, very mixed bag, isn't it? A very dangerous road itself to travel. You can end up... God, there was one I remember getting, getting, getting my, like, gotting? I got it. I get it, and I got it, and I never will forget it. <laughs> no, I got it. That was very Anna, Man, was wasn't it? If you hear some rattling, by the way, that's just the pipes. The pipes are rattly today. Not pipes, as in the ghosts from Ghostwatch. Although, of course, that totally terrified a generation, didn't it? Forgive me, darlings. The popping shield was uh, once again. I forgot to put the popping shield on. I keep forgetting the popping shield and lovely Daniel, who does the um, does the work on this, keeps uh, keeps telling me, don't forget the popping shield. I won't. And then I do. And then I do. My wife's washing up downstairs and I I'm in a funny place today. I literally, in all honesty, I cannot be bothered to go and tell her not to. I know that's awful because you're listening to this. You're giving up some of your time to listen to this, which is so good of you it really is i don't know if this has worked i'm on episode four i haven't put any out yet this could be awful this could be hate this could be this could be the most hated thing of all time um partly i'm doing it as i as i frankly said at the beginning to try and you know raise some funds everyone's got a podcast now you've got it's got to be done it's got to be done Sounds very tragic, doesn't it? Another thing, my voice is a little bit croaky because I've been reading the Fantastic Four to my children at night. Which is wonderful. So much fun. We're on episode six, issue six even. Um, but the thing he kinda talks like that. Oh my god, it's killing me. Mr. Fantastic, I've got a kind of um because he's very intelligent, so it's got that kind of and I realized, I think it's, it's that guy who I always think is Jack Palance, but it's not Jack Palance. He was in a lot of cowboy films. And he has a slightly, it's a bit James Mason, that, isn't it? James Mason is kind of more there, isn't he? But this is kind of American, so it has that kind of, hmm. I guess it's Rod Sterling, maybe, isn't it? Anyway, Human Torch, you know, you have the standard sort of teenager kind of voice. And then uh, Susan Storm. Hate to say I'm doing in a very sort of, uh, oh my God, you know. Anyway, it's fucking my voice. Victor Von Doom. I've gone for this kind of voice, but I feel that's not, it's not getting across the Victor Von Doom. It's killing my voice. Everything has gone a bit kaput at the minute, okay? This is the big thing with ADHD. Oh, you start these things. You go, yep, let's do it. Let's do a podcast. We'll do it every day. It's going to be great. But then you can't kind of, the, the things required to, you can only do it if you just fucking do it in that moment. Um, but the reality is, you know, you need to set up a lot of things. You need to at least tell your wife to stop washing up because of the pipes rattling. We're in a 200 year old house. Fuck God. I'm going to have to tell her, aren't I? Okay. I checked and it wasn't my wife doing the washing up. So that must mean it's the flat above us. I don't want to tell them to stop the washing up just because I'm recording a silly little podcast. Okay, you'll just have to bear with me. I hope you're all right with that. I'm having a funny day. I was feeling all right. I go, you know, I've stopped. um, I've stopped drinking coffee as of this morning because I just think you know, with ADHD people, you can drink a fucking lot of coffee and I don't, it doesn't stop me going to sleep or anything, but it does still, it does still have effects and it does send you crazy and as with booze, I can't do the one if I have a coffee, I keep thinking, oh, maybe I'll have one coffee, I'll have one coffee, but I'll have seven coffees, you know, oh, once it starts and then you get into paranoia and freaking out and all this sort of stuff, it's, it's, um, I feel like I want to, like, there's a great, this is very nerdy, but there's a great uh, episode of Captain Britain. Why don't I keep saying episode? Issue, comic book, where he dies and gets remade by Merlin. And his whole body's sort of taken apart and rebuilt. And it's it's very satisfying. And I want someone to do that and take away all the addictions and all the sort of needs and desperate fucking things. I know, coffees, fags. Booze, all these things. You know, I don't smoke anymore, thank God, and I don't drink. I hope for good. I don't drink. God, I've just seen a book that says a hundred ways to motivate yourself. I borrowed that book and I never opened it. Okay, in case you haven't noticed, I'm not having a great ADHD day today. <laughs> but I should say thank you, everyone. Thank you so much, those who came to my show. I did the last Anna Man, Death of Anna Man recording. The only recording but the last of that show ended up going very late. few people were were very drunk and tired, I think, but I loved it. It was really exciting and I liked that there was a bit of danger in the air. I loved it. Oh God, the problem is that I need it. you see, I really need these um dopamine hits, big, bad dopamine hits <coughs> <coughs> oh, look at me <laughs> I am performing. you are laughing. Now you are standing up at the end to give me a bow because I'm wonderful. It's pathetic. I know it's pathetic, but I need it. God, I need it. Last night, I read some comics on my iPad and I watched Black Adam, um, which I enjoyed much more than I should have. And I watched The Last of Us, which was great. And I realized, fuck me, I've I've just retreated into this world of sort of juvenilia, haven't I really? Just to escape. Oh, so yes, it's been a, been a bit of a funny one but I can't really tell you exactly I can't really pinpoint what's going on other than general fears about uh, work uh, money do you know what I think it's social media which we have to do we have to do the social medias nowadays and if you don't you get in trouble but again the social medias immediately get me like the coffee and the booze and the cigarettes so I can't just I can't just go on for a minute or post my little thing. I haven't posted anything. I haven't achieved... That's the thing. It hasn't actually done the thing I've wanted it to do. I've just been constantly scrolling to find out shit that I actually don't really care about and definitely doesn't affect me. Okay, well, that felt like a bit of an unpleasant rant. I'm sorry you had to hear that. I hope everyone's all right. So, um, this episode, we're entering into the Neuroverse... As you know, we enter, we meet new creatures, we we go to strange and unusual places. It's very, um, very fantastic for, isn't it? This week is called the Many-Headed Hydra, a.k.a. what the fuck should I do next? Well, first of all, I'd like to say nothing's going to happen if you're horizontal. Sometimes you do have to lie down. That's life. Sometimes you have to go to bed. I don't know if you know this. Sometimes you have to do, like, mini-beds, which is where you just lie down and recuperate, and you go... Oh, okay. actually, everything's all right. You know, sometimes you do have to do that. There's a lovely song by The Divine Comedy that goes... I can't abide a horizontal life. Forgive me. It's time to rise. Assume the perpendicular. Sometimes when I'm lying down, I have to make myself sing that. I have to sing that to myself to get myself up. Come on. The other one is this poem. Not a great poem. Someone read it. Someone wrote it for a local newspaper, the Nottingham Evening Post, when I was a kid, and my mum gave it to me because it mentioned Springheel Jack, who was a Victorian, a real Victorian character. So not a character, a real Victorian person um, who was around before Jack the Ripper. Didn't kill anyone, I don't think, but liked to jump out and make people jump. Wearing masks and and had springs in his heels, so the police couldn't catch him. Sounds like bullshit, doesn't it? Sounds made up, but I like to think it was true. Anyway, there was a poem. Um, he was probably also a dreadful person because I know that's pranking as opposed to serial killing, but still, he's probably the Victorian equivalent of a sort of you know, incel person, isn't it? it Who's I don't know, or oh, maybe not. I don't know. Anyway, said my chair. Anyway. Um, there was a great poem that starts, Up out of bed like spring-heeled Jack pulling the overalls on my back. I love that. It was just a not... It was it was a, written by a local man who works in a factory. Can't remember how it ends. But something about... Uh, get there on time, but I'm quartered again. Which I think means he lo- loses a quarter of his wages because he's late. Probably got ADHD, to be honest. He's probably like me. He was probably doing his own Euroverse. He's trying to explain his brain... In the only way he can, by writing a sort of OK poem to the Nottingham Evening Post. But it got printed. They've never printed me before. I love that. Up out of bed like Spring Jack. Easily said, not always easily done. People think ADHD makes you just act like a twat. I know lots of people who probably have ADHD and act like a twat. I know I sometimes act like a twat. But often I think it can make you just completely flatten out. Maybe this is the autism thing. I don't know. I've made no progress in that since last episode, other than sort of thinking it a bit. Um, but yeah, sometimes I think the all the things you could do, all the options, make you do nothing. This is the many-headed hydra. Sometimes you do, do a good thing, but it's not the thing you meant to do. Not the thing you wanted to do. Right now, I am doing the thing I wanted to do. Not all the things I wanted to do. Because obviously with ADHD, I gave myself 12 things I wanted to do. And I can barely manage one. Um. But sometimes you do a thing. I laid a patio the other day. Laid it. I had three jobs. Three jobs. I had to write on a script. I had to read someone else's script. I had to do some financial things. Didn't do any of them. Still haven't done any of them. What did I do? I laid a patio all by myself. I had some slabs, put them down. Doesn't look good. Looks awful. Needs completely redoing by someone who knows what they're talking about. But I did a thing. Sometimes you need a person, a sort of... I've got a friend called Alan. He's quite a character. Maybe I'll get him on here once, one day. He, 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 um... He can give you a lot of information and sometimes I have to say, Alan, you're going to have to stop. That's too much information. Blah, 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 blah. But you know what? He's very good at going. Come on, let's do that thing. And he got me out of bed. He's a 61 year old man. Mind you, so is Tom Cruise. You know, I guess they're not dissimilar. In many ways, they're not dissimilar. Got me up. We went to the shed. There's ivy all over the roof. It's breaking through the roof. I might have mentioned my shed before. When I get these moments, I go into despair and think I this wonderful thing I got, I got a house finally after all these years and I got a shed I can work in and the roof's fucked because of the ivory. I'm going to sit down in the middle of the garden and turn into a sort of, um, a quite ugly looking statue (laughs) sat on the floor. A very awful Buddha, an awful Buddha. God, I hope that's not my autobiography. What an awful butter you are. Maybe Buddha was just depressed. (laughs) He tried to cut the ivy off the roof and he just got really down and sat down. I don't know. Do you know what? That's probably offensive. I don't know enough about Buddha. I'd like to. I'd like to. Um, Yes, so anyway, Alan got me up. We went round to the person's house. So you see, there was a person. A person's house behind my house. And it was their ivy that was coming into the shed, breaking the roof, making it wet ruining all my plans of having a, a workspace. Then I uh, got a, another friend round, Nick. He comes round, he, he looks at it, he goes, you're going to have to go round there. Oh! So I fall on the floor, I collapse. But Alan was like, come on, we can do it. Off we went, round we went. The man answered in his pants, which was fun. Um, we went through his house, which was lovely. He had a lot of Godzilla um, statuettes. He's probably somewhere in the Neuroverse. Um, I, I mean, I was going to say that's that's a bad thing to say that about someone, isn't it? But it's not a fucking slur. It's who we are. So anyway, or maybe he's not. I, either way, we got round there. We got a ladder. The ladder we had to borrow from my next door neighbour. You see, there's a lot of steps here. But Alan, he doesn't let the stops bo- steps bother him. He used to be an engineer. Now he's like, OK, so to get that, you do that. To get that, you do that. OK, Alan, step one, get the ladder. Got the ladder. Step two can't get the ladder in or out of either house where we live all the houses sort of hold each other up it's a mad situation I I I, it's crazy that we live here it's crazy that anyone lives here but it's kooky and fun anyway we get the ladder Alan has the idea put it over the shed I'll go into that other person's house put it over the shed so we did we put it over the shed and it went down are you sure you've got it Alan yep I've got the ladder we got it down I went round I climbed up the ladder. I got some uh, shears. The chap was helping me. He put some trousers on by this point. He was a nice chap. I think he was sort of okay to do it. I think he felt like probably he should have done it. So there was a slight bit of shame perhaps that he hadn't done it. Maybe that's why he was helping us. Maybe he was just a nice chap. Either way, we were there chopping away. Um, I got up the ladder, chopped all the ivy off very satisfying god it had been there for 10 years probably um eventually got down had to pick up my daughter so it was all a mad rush as always I'd done it all in the last minute uh which was very stupid so we had to leave all the cuttings of the ivy outside this man's house and then go away and then come back and get them from outside his house it was all pretty full-on and highly stressful but sort of satisfying that I'd done a thing On the way out, uh, we talked a bit about my show, Alan. He's a bit like, I think he basically wants to be my dad, which is okay because my dad is long dead. So I'm quite happy for Alan to take the role of my dad uh, for now. Um, Yeah, on the way out, he somewhat, uh, maybe I said it, but I said about doing comedy. Slight odd moment where uh, I said, oh, I am do this character. I was a bit weird explaining the Animan character. Partly because people think I'm saying Adam Ant. The pipes are going again. People think I'm saying Adam Ant, you know, and I go, "Oh, it's Anna Man," and they go, "Adam Ant." Why would you do a character of Adam Ant? And I go, oh, "I don't." And then I have to explain it's it's a sort of old actress character. And then I normally go, I often say something like, "It's not drag," which is weird because I I don't have anything against drag. I don't know why I say that. I think, it, well, it's not. You know, it's a character. And people go, "Yeah, okay." And then I, I sort of, and then I get worried that I'm offending someone. I'm either, you know, riling the sort of hideous anti-trans folk, or I'm, um, or I'm, I'm upsetting uh, women because it's insulting that I'm being a woman, or I'm upsetting trans folk because I'm not trans. A lot goes on in that microsecond of me trying to explain, and I think you understand now why I'm killing her off and I'm become, trying to be Colin Holt, be myself. That said, I was thinking about it this morning in the gym and I was thinking, gosh, really boring, Colin Holt. Colin Holt is really boring. Because <laughs> I'd done a Man and I was like, oh my God, she's so funny. She's so wonderful. It's so mad that I put on this makeup and a wig and a dress and it's stupid and it's ridiculous and it's meant to be stupid and ridiculous. It's not meant to be a thing. Um but I'm going to be Colin Holt, and then I'm like, oh God, that's so boring. Right, slight pause there in the Neuroverse as my wife entered the room. She hasn't heard any of this yet. She knows I'm doing it. She helps me out. (laughs) It's all part of the plan for us to uh, support ourselves. Um, She hasn't actually listened to any of it yet. That was quite awkward. I'm having a lot of fun chatting away to you guys today. I I hope you're enjoying this. I guess I need to get to what I've written. I always write stuff, you see. So I don't want to just it, this to just be me going blah 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 blah. But um I do. um I think I, I mean I do rely on it. I won't lie. When I go to gigs and I go 40 minutes, they want me to do 40 minutes. Fuck! How am I going to do that and I get to a terrible panic? I don't have 40 minutes. I mean I do have 40 minutes, but I think oh god, what what's 40 minutes look like? You know. And then I get to about 35 minutes and I realise I haven't done any material yet. This happened at the wonderful MacFest. I probably mentioned this already, um, where I did a show that I'd already done at the Edinburgh Festival, i.e. it was finished, reviewed, over, blah, blah, blah. People had seen it or not seen it. It was an all right show called Carrick Horse. A lot of people liked it. Not enough people, sadly, but, you know, enough people um, to make it feel fun. Anyway, I did that. Um, then I did MacFest after Edinburgh. I was in a rush because I was filming. I was busy then. Happy days. And I get to um, I get to MacFest. I've got to do the show. Get out as quick as I can. Somehow, I got to... I stopped. So I was doing the show. Blah, 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 blah. I stopped and I, I asked the tech, how, how long do I have left? And they said about 20 minutes. And a show's normally an hour. i done like a page of material (laughs) which probably equates to about 15 minutes 10 minutes and i don't know how that happened and i don't know what i said i could have just been dancing naked for 40 minutes and i had no idea what i'd been doing i'd done a bit of material but not enough fuck knows, it went very well, people had a lot of fun, and they didn't mind, because MacFest, the thing about MacFest, it's all very, it's all very sort of, you know, well, let's see what happens, you know, and that's great, okay, so, I didn't finish the Ivy story, what I was going to say at the end was, that, um, well, two downsides, one, as I was leaving, Alan, he likes to chip in, you know, he's lovely, but he can be a bit like your mum and dad, in that he he, he will, um, once he ma- he took me to a shop, to buy some acid for a drain and sort of um, stood there explaining to the man like this young man needs some acid kind of thing. And was, it was all very weird, um, but he's a lovely chap, but he sort of told um, the guy who was in his pants. He wasn't his pants by this point that I had, um, I was killing her off uh, the character, but he's, he's done that. He's always saying he's a, uh, he's killed her off. Um, which is true I'm always saying this is the last one you know oh that's it he said something like oh he's always saying this is the last one yeah Alan talks a bit like he's always saying this is the last one but this really was the last one um, and then the guy who'd been very pleasant very I think alright went oh that's what you were doing up there wasn't it he kept saying this is the last one this is the last bit of ivy and then you kept going and I was like oh oh and you, you know your brain I guess this is an autism thing you kind of base a situation because, you know, I've talked about with the autism, I definitely base all my situations on kind of, I I have to kind of almost play a role because I don't really know how humans work. <laughs> so I have to sort of go, uh, okay, I think in this situation we're doing that, you know, it's almost like, again, to refer back to Marvel comics, it's like the X-Men, when they're going to battle, they have like, okay, formation B, formation J7, or whatever. And it's like that. And it was one of those moments where I was like, oh, I thought this was formation, we're okay. Maybe it's formation, you hate me and are really angry about this. That made it very weird. Add insult to injury, all my arms covered in very itchy spots and allergy and pain from cutting the ivory, which had been there for 15 years So what, I'm not sure what I'm selling with that story, other than it was sort of, we achieved something. It was good we achieved the thing. It was a thing that's been put off for months and months and months. It was finally done. The other thing is you finally do it. And the tragic thing is you feel no difference. Really. I don't know, not much makes me feel that was good, that was worth doing. Cooking something, myself, sort of by hand and it being Lovely. And it it being satisfying. That's a really good feeling. Um, Watching the first half of Black Adam, which is, I think, universally not acclaimed as a good film. That was weirdly satisfying. That felt mm, wholesome. I think that was because I was by myself and I was on the iPad and it was like a little escape, wasn't it? Cutting the ivy. I thought I'd feel great. I think I've ruined it by my, for myself. What do people think? I think I've let that guy... And he probably didn't even mean it like this. I've let him ruin it, haven't I? Fuck. Plus the allergy. Oh, well. We're still here. I haven't got onto the thing I wanted to talk about, which was the many-headed Hydra. Okay, so getting up. Getting up and do something. Do something. Finding the impetus. Actually, Let's stop the impetus. Let's have an ad break there. Boing! Okay, we're back. Into the Neuroverse. Here we go. The many-headed Hydra. Hydra, Hydra, Hydra. Okay, so getting up, finding the impetus. It's a beautiful sunny day outside. Now, my front uh, street, my front street? Everyone's got to have a front street, right? My, the road in front of my house really catches the sun so when it's sunny it's wonderful you go out and you're like oh it's like in a good way it's like the Truman Show where he goes outside and you feel like life is wonderful you know and I know that was all about it being an illusion whatever but still but you know um so this getting up thing finding the impetus why why am I still in bed I ask it's warm it's cozy I don't want to have to do the things I have to do okay now please don't get me wrong and think I mean, I do have a charmed life in many ways, you know, because I work and I get chunks of money and then I I don't have to work. But the problem is the money goes very quickly and then I have to do things again. Again, that sounds very charmed, but if it helps, I'm always battling mental health shit. So, you know, hopefully, you know, if you're having to do an absolutely awful drudgery job and you're like, fucking hell, I would kill to have what this prick has. It's very sweary then you're right, I understand, and I agree with you, but there's a lot of pain. OK, so... um, So, I love my family. I love my kids. I, I could be with them, you know, playing games, chatting away. They're my whole life. As Shane McGowan sings in Rainy Night in Soho, they're the measure of my dreams. You're still the measure of my dreams. You know, I could be spending this time, this time which is horribly finite. I don't know if you're aware, and I hate to... Uh, remind you of this but we only have so much time fuck anyway i could be spending this with them you know not to, to see my family as objects but you know i have a family for a reason we all do. There's a reason we create new life. We create a family. I guess there's many reasons. But partly it's to surround ourselves with our own little tribe. Someone to share the void with. Darling, I promise to love you, to support you, to listen to you, and to share this time as we stare into the horrible black void of oblivion together. You remember the vowels? The vowels? The vowels? The horrible black void. That's the thing from a game book called Talisman. Do you remember that? (gasps) It was great. And you had alternative endings. You had the the main ending, which was the Crown of Command. It was sort of geeky fantasy, you know, adventure game. Um, But then you could get alternative endings. Some of the alternative endings, you had to fight a dragon. You got the Belt of Hercules. One of the alternative endings was just the horrible Black Void. (laughs) You get to the end. You've fought your other players. You've battled monsters. You've battled all sorts of spirits and demons. You've got various rings and... Um, you've built up your strength and your craft, which is like your magic power. You get to the end and you get a horrible black void. What a lesson that game was giving to us. Oh, God, you do everything. You do it all. You've built it all up. You get to the end. It's the horrible black void. Maybe it's not. Fuck, what if it turns out when we die, the perceived wisdom is this whole, like, you can't take it with you. You know, you can spend your life making money. But what if actually when you die, it's like this... Um, but like, it's just like a bank and they're just like, right, how much money did you make? And you're like, oh, I I thought money wasn't the important thing. I'm like, no, sorry. You, we, we only really let people in heaven if they made loads of money in life. And you're like, oh, fuck. (sighs) It's very sweary, this episode, and I don't like it. Anyway, so yes, I wrote this bit that I'm doing, The Many-Headed Hydra, a little while ago, but it, and, um, when I look back on it, I was like, oh, actually, I'm all right now but I'm afraid I'm I'm a bit down again so you know it does suit so we have been we're terribly depressed at the minute that's what I wrote now I'm sort of all right but not great but I was terribly depressed when I wrote this about the autism apparently looking back at this stuff I wrote I have already reread it but you know what I'm like ADHD I just jump straight in anyway about the autism, autism, <laughs> autism, first of all, learn how to say it, Colin, about what that means for our lives, you know, as a family, how are our lives going to be defined, the difficulty, the struggle, the struggle, we've all got problems, mate, you know, oh God, it's funny when people say that, isn't it? Well, i have all got problems, mate. It's that worst thing when you try and explain to someone, oh God, I think I've got autism or ADHD because of this, 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 or this, and people go, yeah, I do that. Uh, and you go, yeah, do you do it fucking every other minute? But also, does it cause you intense pain and horror? Um, But, you know, people are just trying to relate, aren't they? And I get that. People are just trying to go, no, it's okay. But I guess what you're trying to say is, if you're a a non-autistic or ADHD person listening to this, I think the point is that when you... um, God, I'm losing my thread here. When you... Oh, God, it's gone. Yeah, when um, when you get these diagnoses it's not necessarily a bad thing you know you might be telling someone about it because you want to tell them about it because you're like oh i understand i get my life i get why i'm like this i get i'm not just a, a weirdo or whatever um it, it's it's you know it's it's um it's a thing it's who i am it's okay that i think this way or do this you know or or, or struggle with this um but people go oh no you're all right i do that you're all right don't worry about me you're all right She's trying to be nice, but as I say, it's actually just, you're like, no, no, you don't understand. Anyway, but when I got very depressed, I did get depressed about the autism because you think, oh, God, you know, um, we're thinking about it a lot. There's a lot of realizations, diagnoses, flying around like paper birds, giving paper bird cuts. And, and you know, I think, God, when I'm gone, what about my kids? What happens to them if they're neurodiverse, you know? Um, how are they going to survive? But then you think, well, how did I survive? I'm still here at this point. haha <laughs> I didn't get a lot of good modelling. I won't lie. That's all I'll say. <laughs> didn't get a lot of. I didn't get taught how to deal with anything. Um, and at the minute, we're all just exhausted by it. all. I'm fucking exhausted because all these undiagnosed things in my upbringing, I haven't had a way of dealing with life. I haven't had it modelled to me, so I'm I'm not sure how to function in a normal way, let alone how to function as neurodiverse navigating a normal way. But as I say, I've been doing it all my life, so there you go. But the voices come in all the time. Sort your life out, mate. Sort your bloody life out. What's up with you? Get on with it, mate. We never got to sit around, did we? We never got to sit around, mate. We had to get on with life. If you had the life we'd had, oh, then you'd be sorry. Then you'd see how bad it could be. We had it so bad all the time, you know? Oh... And so on and so on till the end of time. And we've got a life to live, a precious gift. We're put on this planet with its sadness, uh, with its endless possibilities. And we're squandering our time because we cannot work out how to put one foot in front of the other. Do the most basic thing. Just do something. It's like the NICADs, you know, just fucking do something, mate, anything. The most bloody basic of steps. And we can't see the route through. We can barely see the path. It's overgrown because of all the endless weedy bullshit, all the nonsense that makes up our thoughts. Every now and again, we manage to clear out a bit, you know, burn away a few weeds, cut back a bit of grass. And for a moment we go, oh, look, I can see a path. There it is. I can see the road. But then a divergence, a bump in the road, throws us off, throws off our little cart, you know, ba-boom. It's like, do you remember that song about... Uh, we have bread and fishers and a jug of red wine. Do you remember that? a little caravan going through the little cart, and then it turns out it's Jesus or something. But I love that image of that family. God, that family just trekking through through the through England. Weirdly, why was he? Go, why was Jesus going through England and he was a child? Kind of lovely though. Anyway, but then you know we get a bump in the road. We're in our little cart with our family and the wheels come off. Suddenly we sat down in the middle of the path, our brain got overwhelmed. We can't control our feet to get up and get moving and start again. And before we know it, the weeds have grown back. We've forgotten where the path is or was, if it ever was there, it's vanished. But I can get out of bed. I can try that. I can't abide a horizontal life. So we just have to, you have to wade through the weeds sometimes. Yes, you get allergies. Yes, you rip off those ivies. Those ivies, those big clumps of ivy that have been there 10 years. People are a bit weird with you. You know, (laughs) you get... I have to get steroid cream now to deal with this really fucking itchy stuff. But sometimes you have to do it. You have to make a path in the weeds. It'll hurt. Fuck, it'll hurt. Getting through those weeds. Some of them are nettles. Nettles. But we keep going and eventually, maybe you can make your own path. It's there somewhere. You can find it. And if it's not there and you can't find it, you just push your feet through the weeds. Okay, so we're going to talk about one of the great monsters that lurks around those weeds. The many-headed Hydra. Oh, what a fierce creature. The Hydra had many heads coming off it. and lots of heads. Which one do you bat off first? All the heads are coming at you. It's like a big snake dragon thing. All those heads coming at you. Do I bat this? Do I bat that? Do I bat this? Tell you what, might be scary fighting a dragon better than the horrible Black Void, isn't it? But anyway, it's coming at you. If you don't know what a Hydra is, it's from Greek myths, right? Hercules, or Heracles, as he was originally called. That's a really arsey thing to to say, isn't it? Or Heracles, as he was originally called. Why does no one call him Heracles? Because it just sounds not as good. Anyway, he was a hero, I say a hero, he did some pretty dreadful things, but we don't have time to go into that. Come on, never meet your heroes. Anyway, he had to fight this huge monster. Bloody massive bastards. Loads of heads. I mean, he's like a serpent dragon, as I say. But just not, you know, not loads of like blokes heads. That'd be more fun, but it it was dragon heads. But anyway, he had a sword, chopped off a head. Yay, well done, Herc. Only bloody grew back with more heads, didn't it? Mother! So with neurodiversity, ADHD I'm talking about here. The problem is the Hydra rises up all the bloody time, but the Hydra in this case is possibility. Now, possibility is a good thing, Colin. You say, Colin, possibility is a good thing. You start your day. I'm going to do this. But then another head rises. Yeah, but you probably should do this first. And then another head. What about this, mate? And then another head. No, actually, mate, you know you've got to do this. If you don't do this, you're going to get in trouble, aren't you? Make sure you do this. They're coming at you. Someone's told you this. Ah, As I say, it sounds ridiculous, doesn't it? Just do a thing. Just fucking pick one head and chop it off. When I'm gigging, it's great. When I'm acting, it's sweet. All I have to do is that thing. Um, I mean, it can be very stressful for other reasons. That's fine. But at least i have to do that thing when i'm on stage i can't be doing my tax return (laughs) it's not possible as soon as i get on stage oh fuck, i've got to do my tax return so you can't do it you bloody can't do all these things at once oops i knocked my mic forgive me you can't do all these things at things so you just you just stop you freeze and you do nothing so what's the answer (gasps) oh i don't know i don't know (laughs) I think it's pretty clear if you've got this far what we're nearly 40 minutes in I don't know what I'm talking about I'm just giving you some thoughts guys I hope it helps but no one I can give you some suggestions that sometimes work for me block out time I don't mean block it out your mind but that also helps to just forget about the concept of time because it's it's terrifying block out your time okay 25 minutes 25 minutes 25 minutes five minutes break in between that's called the Pomodoro technique that helps use colors there's loads of apps watch out for the apps you can spend a lot of money getting lost on the apps little tip don't get any that uh, advertise on instagram i'll tell you that anyway um or at least google on trust pilot first to see to find out whether they're absolute bullshit because a lot of them are anyway um so uh yeah sort out your time by blocking it into blocks okay um, so here's some blackout time or flow time where I'm just doing this. This is technically flow time and it's great. I hope you're enjoying it. I'm having a wonderful time because I'm flowing. Okay. I know it's all a bit like, oh yeah, oh, oh, on that thing. Oh, oh, it's sort of like, oh, but actually I'm just, I'm flowing with thoughts, ideas. This is wonderful because I'm doing this right now. Yes, I'm aware I've got to go and do a shower, you know, do a shower. That's the phrase, isn't it? Have a shower. I've got to walk all the way. To, uh, I've got to walk for an hour. I don't need to tell you why, but there's a reason. But anyway, just block out these times, okay? Blackout time, flow time. Make sure you get your flow time, especially if you're creative. If you're not creative, you are creative. But if you don't work in the creative industry, have some flow time anyway, okay? It can be gardening, it could be writing. I highly recommend to everyone, whatever you're, wherever you see yourself at creatively, always try and do some free writing write stuff out um three pages is the recommended thing in a, in a book called the artist way which i recommend everyone to read it goes quite religiously, but you know i can handle that um you know different thoughts and ideas and all that so it's fine but anyway yeah go into the flow time write your three pages get all that out mate get it all out it's good um some physical time some walking time, some family time. Just do the things that really matter, okay? Boring admin time. Maybe you can flip that so it doesn't feel like boring admin time. Might be a good time to also be cleaning up your desk, for example, while you've got to do the tax thing. Um, because even though cleaning is quite a menial task, sometimes that kind of menial thing, you know, of, of just dusting is quite good because it's kind of physical, you're getting in your body. Um, it's making it less awful. Keep in the breaks. You've got to keep in the breaks. You don't want them. A break seems like a waste of time. I can't have a break. I've got all this shit to do. I can't have a fucking break. You can. Have a little break. Have a little break. Meditate. Read. Walk. Talk to your partner. Talk to your friend. Um, Create a structure, basically, and try and stick to it. I create a structure almost every day. Do I stick to it? Do I fuck? One app that has worked for me is called Structured. Now what that does, this may work for you, may not work for you. What Structured does for me is it it blocks out your time. It takes on your calendars, but it does it with colors. Okay, so you can see this is a blue time. This is green time and obviously having ADHD. I constantly forget what green and blue relate to. But, you know, green is maybe family time. Blue is maybe flow time. I've got it written down somewhere. Try that. I'm not sponsored by them or anything. If they want to give me any money, please do. But I, that's the one that has sort of worked. It's Still, it's not a fix. It doesn't fix you. Those Instagram adverts that go, hey, I had ADHD and now I've uh, I got this app and now I'm a CEO of a major company, you know it's just be wary that's all i say but I'd, I'd give that a go wary not weary uh but i grew up with no sense of structure whatsoever do you know what i mean i everything was just crazy all the time man i'm not going to go into why um right now because that's a whole other thing um but yeah try and grab some structure if you can use colors think outside of the box use music maybe music played while you're doing thing is good and when the hydra rides rises up which is saying dude you've got to you know send that email or you got to change your address at the bank or something you go okay well i know that's happening at four so right now i'm in flow i'm just doing flow hope this helps guys i feel like i'm sort of teaching grandmother to suck eggs but you know ah so how to make it all make sense you know Start small, trust a little bit if you can. It's hard to trust. Find some people you can trust. Um, I find it very difficult because I can't go step to step, or a thing isn't happening quick enough. You know, I had a good call with Owen, my producer at Burke's Nest. Burke's Nest are fantastic. Uh, I felt like I just moaned at him for ages, but there are these people. Owen is slow. In a good way. (laughs) That sounds very bad. But Owen takes his time. Owen thinks. Owen puts things in perspective. He's a good person. That is a good call to make. And I trust it. It's very hard to trust, especially when you're neurodiverse. It's very hard to trust when the world didn't make sense growing up or when you learned things which were unhelpful ways of thinking. Very hard to trust. Or you learn superstition. Or you learn stuff that was. You know. Out of reality. And you didn't know whether it was reality or not. So it's very good. But sometimes you have to trust. So when you find those people. And you can base it on stuff. I've done three Edinburgh shows with Owen. They've all gone very well. And increasingly well. The last one went as good as it could go. That's partly me. But. Owen was with me for the whole ride so it's partly me, obviously I wrote it, I did it it's me, but Owen was with me for the ride, you know, not everything Owen says I agree with but I know he was with me for that ride, so I can trust him to some degree, okay you're looking at results there when you're seeing results, god I'm talking I want those self-help people aren't I But when you can see a result Alan Sometimes he gives me too much information. I have to tell him to shut up. (laughs) But I couldn't get that Ivy done. Called Alan. We got it done. There was a result. There was a result there. I sound drunk. I'm not drunk. I don't know why I'm slurring. It's the Fantastic Four. Okay, cool. So what have we learned? How to beat the Hydra. Block out your time. Maybe use colours. Once you've picked a thing, keep at it keep chopping that head off okay how and and trust friends i realized a clever thing i was going to say which i forgot but how hercules beat it how he beat the hydra he chopped one head off his mate with a flaming torch burnt the stump a bit gross isn't it so the head never grew back if you burn the stump the head can't, can't grow back okay So there's a few things to take from that. One is you chop the head off. Okay. You make sure it's done. And you go, that's done now. I move on. Switch that channel off. Don't be going, I've done the ivy. I'm going to spend the rest of my day worrying about what that man said. Or if the ivy thing was okay. It's done. The stump is burnt. The other thing is he had a friend doing it. Owen, get your friend you trust. My wife. Don't get my wife. You can get my wife if you want, if you're gonna pay her a lot of money. Um, God, that sounds like I'm pimping my wife. I mean, I mean purely as a in a creative uh uh purpose. Purpose, you know. So yeah, so trust. It's it's getting there. When you have the impatience hit you, you know, do something physical, run on the spot, lift a weight, grab something, hold it, stroke a rock. Stroke a fucking what rock, man. <laughs> Let's go to my gravestone stroke a fucking rock man remind yourself of time of earth of life of the passage of time everything will pass grab life for a second hold it tight let life give you a lovely hug and then go back to the thing okay you can do it it's like lego just get some lego god it's expensive do a flat pack stuff like that because there are steps there are simple rules to follow Make your own little storybook of it. That's quite helpful. You know, draw a picture. Okay, there's me going up the ladder. There's me getting the shears. There's me cutting the ivy. There's me pulling the ivy off. It can be done. Steps, colors, blocking out time. When you get in the time, as in the flow time, the focus time, the creative time, stay in it. Don't let stuff pull you out. Have breaks. Trust someone like Owen. (laughs) <laughs> get an Owen or a wife get a wife um good luck, old chums hope you enjoyed this one I still haven't set up the Patreon and so on um but it'll I mean I do have an Anna Man Patreon if you want to support that but um I'm gonna set up a Colin Holt Patreon so we're on episode four I really should have done that by now if you want to have a listen uh, I mean if you want to support me please do I want to keep doing this. I love doing this. It's fucking great for me when I get around to doing it. When I'm not doing it, I'm often like, should I be doing it? Isn't it good? Maybe it's awful. So, you know, do keep giving me those dopamine hits if you enjoy it. Do not be afraid to tell me it's excellent. Do not be afraid to tell me if it's helping you. Um, you can tell me if you hate it. I, If you do, it may stop me doing any more. <laughs> but, you know, I've got to learn to deal with that. And also, if it's causing offence or it's sort of, you're like, how dare you put this out about autism and so on? You haven't even got a diagnosis yet. You know, I mean, if you're doing that, then maybe you're, maybe you need to have a think. I don't know. God, this has turned very catty, hasn't it? Anyway, my point is, please let me know. Please tell me this is good. (laughs) Either with your words, your reviews or your wallet. (laughs) I dropped something, as I said, wallet. I'm not going to re-record. I can't. I literally have to leave the house now. Thanks, everyone. Um, Look after yourselves. Find the person you trust. And um, and just check in with them. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to Into the Neuroverse with me, Colin Holt. You can find me on Twitter at Colin Holt, on Instagram at Colin Holt Comedy. You can support the podcast if you like it and want to keep it going. Money is the best way to keep things going. Go to patreon.com slash Colin Holt and you can pay me anything up to £1 billion a week. And I will happily take it. Any more than that is just greedy. A big thank you to at EyesOnLegs, who did the music for this. So find him on Twitter and so on if you want to get him to do music for you. At Ed Shots, who did the original photograph. Thanks for listening. Thanks for all your support. And please do uh, rate, subscribe, review, and like wherever you can. And I'll keep doing this as long as anyone's interested. That could include myself. I do lose interest very quickly also make sure you check out my website I am for all the latest news contact United Agents if you want to book me for any gigs or acting work or dancing work I'm actually a very good dancer or anything like that or if you want to contact me direct it's colinholtcomedy at gmail.com thank you bye